everyone, welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where we talk about boobs and balls, guns and violence, knives, broken bottles to the face on a pool table, broken and, hearts. and broken hearts. Sometimes we talk about emotion and love. It's just like you feel and hear that the, the swishing of leaves in the wind in the background. Yes. That's me swishing my dick again. Mm-hmm. You're serious. It's, 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 <laughs> there's like little tassels and like yeah. like little decorations on little it. Little bells and whistles, yeah, so to speak. beautiful. Balls and whistles, if you will. Nice. Hey. My name is Gabriel Mara. I'm one of your co-hosts, along with my co-host... Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? I'm well. You know, this is my kind of weather. I like a nice autumn day. Yeah, you were not really in your... Well, no, you are more in your element in the summer. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I think I'm, I I live my life to the fullest as much as I can in the summer, um, but I feel most comfortable in the autumn. Yeah, you're you're kind of like a lizard. Yeah, and then winter, I just want to die. Yeah, same. I hate winter. Yeah, winter's the worst. It's awful. Yeah, don't like it. I hear it's coming, and then I'm all like, I better come back from the dead or something. Scarlet Woman. Yeah, yeah. I don't you're, watch you're Game close. of Thrones. You're close. Yeah, close enough. I don't know why I make references to it. Same thing if you know, like Stranger Things. Still haven't watched that. So yeah, you shouldn't watch it. it. You'll hate it. Oh, see, thank you, Ryan. Everyone, don't tell me to do something. I won't do it. I love it, but I think you'll hate it. Yeah. Hey, good stuff. I'm pretty good. Anyway, um, Ryan, what's new with you? Uh, nothing. I work and I watch movies. What's new with you? Uh, very little. Uh, I did that thing I promised to do last week where I did watch all four, all three of those movies in a row. I'll fill you oh, in yeah. with that. Okay, yeah. yeah. That That's worked right. out pretty good, actually. Uh, listeners, if you're worried about my mental health, you should be. It was a good day. It was exhausting. And, you know, it just kind of, the, the, the day went, but like, it was like, it was like a butter, like a stick of yeah. salted butter. You know, it was good. It spread evenly, but I've had maybe a bit too much of it. So by the end of it, I had a bit of tummy ache. Mm, you know? Too much butter. Yeah, too much butter. Too much butter popcorn. There is such a thing. Such I don't believe in it, but oh. it's fine. It's just, it's, 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 it's butter. Butter. Butter, butter. Butter. Anyway, Ryan. Yes, movies. We did a movie. This yes, week. we did. And we're, we're back to our sex. Yeah, we're back to the format. We're watching movies together again. It's mm-hmm. back to our rhythm. Yeah, it's October back to... was a weird month. Yeah, it was just a lumpy time. There was a lot going on. And most of November, I guess, too. That's true. It's almost December now. Yeah, we are very close to it. We are post Thanksgiving. Yeah. I had two Thanksgivings. Hmm. Yeah. I had, like, the one, and that was plenty for me. Yeah. I had this, uh, the regular one, and then the Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving was lovely. Tell us all about Friendsgiving, right? Well, we're thinking about calling it Roastgiving now, because it just ended up at the table, everyone kind of, like, making fun of each other. Sure. Which is really great. Uh, I didn't really get roasted at all, I don't think. Huh, why not? I was kind of near the end of the table, just kind of, like, hiding, eating. I see. Yeah, we tried to, uh, I think I told you about this game that, uh, we play that everyone likes, the, the icing game. No, I don't think the, I recall. The, the off ice thing. Oh, yeah, getting yeah. iced. Correct. Yeah, they uh, they put uh, bread in the bread bowl. They put one, so we were trying to bait the one guy into doing it. And that's hilarious. That's how everything got kicked off, because they started calling him a shit bag. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. The very thought of it fills me with anxiety. Yeah, it was great. It's uh, <laughs> I, I do not want to get iced, because it's disgusting. But, yeah. yeah. I, mean, like, I don't think I've had a Smirnoff ice in over a decade. <laughs> I think they've been around that long. Probably. Um, if I recall correctly, it tasted like someone mixed Sprite and vodka in a, like, kind of flat, and then you add a club to it. Mm. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, not no good. thanks. Not good. Ugh. Don't like it. No, no, me neither. So, Ryan, what did we watch this week? We watched 2007's... Correct. Black the Snake. last time I had of the Smirnoff Ice. Oh, 
Yes, while watching this movie. Probably. Black Snake Moan. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Sam Jackson, Christina Ricci. Directed by Craig Brewer. JT. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Is there anybody else notable in this? Michael well, Raymond James. Yeah, that's the one you were talking about. Of yeah. True Blood and Terrier's fame. Yes. He was kind of a shitbag. Yeah. He plays a shitbag really well. Yeah. So when you see him in something like... like He's also a shitbag in True Blood. Mm. But, you know, when you see him in Terriers, you fall in love with the character. And the actor, okay. he's great in it. Okay. He's a thief. I like thieves. Yeah, he's a reformed thief. And uh, quick, quick, let, me, let me quick try and sell you further on okay, Terriers. Go. I played you the trailer, and it's great. But Terriers, for listeners, for those who don't know, it was a show on FX a couple of years ago. It stars uh, Donald Logue and Michael Raymond James. Donald Logue plays a former alcoholic cop who was so much of an alcoholic he could no longer be a cop. So now he's kind of like an unlicensed bomb investigator, kind of like Jonathan Ames in Born to Death. Ooh, I do love Jonathan Ames. Yes. And his partner is uh, Michael Raymond James, who is a reformed thief, who is now kind of like happily sort of married to a nice woman. This, she looks like Christy Brinkley. I forget the actual actress's name. Mm. And they're partners in their like unofficial investigations. And they just do kind of small, dumb, odd jobs, kind of like 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 kidnapping a dog for a woman who wants to get her dog back from an ex, or helping protect someone from a you know some kind of like robbery. But it eventually escalates to be a full blown cool ass season long mystery. All right. And then it ended. Just one season. Because life is unfair. Just one season. Just one season. That's and it unfair. ends in this beautiful open ending because it's a perfectly tight little unit. During the hurricanes of, what was it, like 2012 or so? Which one? Like, Sandy? Might have been Sandy. Sandy was like 2013. Yeah, I think, no, it was before that one, I think. It was a big enough one, but uh, Daniel and I, who were neighbors in Brooklyn, um, we binged the entire thing across two days because we didn't have work because we had, uh, we had um, hurricanes. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we got shit house and much terriers for like two days straight. That sounds like a great way to spend two days during a hurricane. It was great. My girlfriend was not amused. I can't imagine she would be. she had to work. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you were off getting drunk and watching TV. Yeah. Uh, um, if, I can, if I recall correctly, um, during that same marathon was when my girlfriend was like, you drink too much. And I'm like, why? Just because we ran out of liquor and I'm mixing Kahlua and Four Loco? <laughs> That's so gross. It was disgusting, <laughs> but I had to get my buzz on, brah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, the look in her eyes, I'll never forget it. Oh, that's... Oh, that... Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Both of those things should never be mixed, unless you have a serious drinking problem. We use Four Loco as, like, punishment. Like, the same yeah. way we use, like, Smirnoff Ice. Correct. Yeah. I think we had one as a joke in the fridge, and we went through all the liquor, so I started, I was like, I'm just going to drink this, I don't care. Oh, dude, that's such a bad decision. Yeah. It might have been Bailey's instead of Kahlua, which isn't better. No, it's, it's still... I think it's worse, because it might have cream. Yeah, that's really... Uh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, my goodness. But anyway. then again, what else do you do during inclement weather when you can't really leave? You get, you get fucking housed. Yeah. I... And you watch Donald Logue solve mysteries and be like a hangdog. See, every time like there's a blizzard or something coming around here we've done it two years straight where mm-hmm. emily and i stocked the place with uh, i'm sorry who? michelle monahan okay, and i yeah, okay. uh, stocked the place with liquor and beer and then we go out to local dive bars because the only people out are townies and alcoholics yeah and there are people yeah they're it's really great we post up at uh rippers for like six hours and just mm-hmm. Sit there and drink That's pitchers. That's like a and, great time. Dude, you'd love it. We just play like Hall and Oats and drink pitchers of Yingling. I'll then, try and make it over. Yeah. I'll try and bring the professor. I don't think she'll want to do that for, for like the entirety anyway. We can always stumble back here. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. 
cool. Movie marathons. Yeah. yeah. Planning so, out the events, yes. <laughs> so we did Black Snake Moan, Craig Brewer, 2007. Ryan, do you want to give the listeners a brief synopsis? Brief synopsis of Black Snake Moan. So... She's like a sex addict, and we got this uh, other guy over here whose wife just left him. We got both these characters in kind of the opposite ends of a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, shenanigans ensue. Um, we'll break into it later, but sure. and then these two cross each other's paths. And uh, Sam Jackson, who is the heartbroken guy, Lazarus, Lazarus wants to cure this woman of her wicked ways. Mm-hmm. So he right. chains her to a radiator. Yes, and yeah. Hijinks and Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we should make a game out of what's the best movie you can say, like, one sentence, say shenanigans and Sue, and then wrap it up with another sentence. Oh, I do that all the time. Like, like so Those are always my reviews. Citizen Kane. Um, a guy dies, shenanigans and Sue, they learn a sled, they learn a sled's name. Okay. Yeah. Rosebud. Rosebud. I've only ever watched, like, the first, like, 20 minutes of that movie. So I was bored you're, by you're it. You're good. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a it's a classic for a reason, but kind of like how you you enjoy something because it was the first to do all the stuff, but then you look back on it now and it's like I guess it's so commonplace. Yeah, know. it's always like the the Citizen Kane of this, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, but can it's we just put this movie. over here yeah. and talk about other movies? Like I, you know, it's a great movie, The Maltese Falcon. Do you know what I'd rather watch every day of the week? The Long Goodbye. Hmm. Okay. I just enjoy it more, even though I get it. Or, or no, I'd rather watch Brick every day of the week. I could watch Brick oh, yeah. as well. But if like, you got a progression of what is the film noir detective story, and just because it's the first one doesn't mean it's the most enjoyable. It just means it's important. Okay. I mean, That's like, a... I, I don't have a banana every day. Is it important for your diet? Sure. Okay. should probably eat bananas. I got, like, a leg uh, yeah. cramp yesterday. Dude, I eat a lot of high-sodium food, so I should really start up at my banana intake. Dude, I don't eat. I don't think I eat anything except for like nicotine and caffeine. Like that's all that goes into my body. Yeah, you should add a lot of water to that to balance it out. Actually, I do drink a lot of water. You're you're a well hydrated man, Ryan. I prefer to drink water over anything else. Like I just recently started drinking coffee like regularly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because really? I noticed. Yeah, it's really weird because it's like 
when you would bring coffee to us at work, I would put one in my car so I'd have something to sip on when I go out and smoke a cigarette. Oh. But now I realize if I have like a couple cups of coffee, it's like a mood elevator. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's an energy booster. Yeah. And you start moving faster. It's like, like I just noticed like a, a little bit happier. So to speak. Hmm. It's weird. Stimulants. Yeah, stimulants. They're Coffee great. and cigarettes, man. That's why it works so well. It's yeah. a magical combination. Yeah, I love it. Ryan, how do you feel overall about snack snack Blake Moan? Snack Blake Moan. Snack Blake Moan. Uh, uh, it was tasty. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but Black Snake Moan. Yes. I really enjoyed. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna have to say, like the like, if you watch the trailer, the trailer the movie sells is not the same movie you get watching it. Yes. Like. The trailer makes it seem like, oh, look, crazy black, crazy religious black guy chains a white woman to a radiator. Yeah. Hilarity. It looks like it could be a comic thriller. Yeah. I mean, like, apparently after the fact, you know, it's, a uh, like, I think everyone involved, especially Craig Brewer and uh, Christina Ricci, were like, yeah, we really hated the way they sold this movie. This The trailer is not the movie we made. No, it's a very, like introspective sweet movie yeah it's like a spiritual film without being insulting yeah it's a caring film without being sentimental and it's dramatic without being too hokey yeah like there's never any point in the movie where like you know they're speaking of like religion and Jesus and everything where I feel like I'm being beat over the head with a bible yeah exactly it's just it's totally organic to these characters and where they live mm-hmm. is it you know they call, the it, they call it the Bible Belt for a reason. So there's all these, you know, very deeply religious people living in the mm-hmm. South, living somewhat of a rural lifestyle. Yeah. So Small town life. Yeah, it, it just makes sense for those characters to be like that. And, like, even the, the, the preacher character doesn't come off as preachy. Yeah, everyone is multifaceted. I think it takes good writing to show the inherent contradictions in a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, even though Lazarus is... Like, not spiritual so much anymore. He's still, you know, he's broken down. Yeah. He's angry about his wife leaving him and, the, like, the fact that she killed her child. Oh, she had an abortion. She didn't murder the child. Yeah. That even though he is, like, kind of fed up with church, doesn't go anymore, when he first meets, when he sees Ray kind of freaking out in his house, he still grabs for his Bible. Yeah. So, like, he's... It, it, these are wonderful character moments that are still to tell you everything about a character. I agree. Um, let's go through it a little okay. bit, a little bit deeper, because there's a couple scenes that I really wanted to talk about. Um, I'm all ears, Ryan. So we start the movie with uh, Lazarus, uh, mm-hmm. and you know he's uh, in a diner trying we to start talk. with Ray and it... JT actually. Oh yes, they're fucking. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, Christina Ricci, great boobs. Yeah, um, yeah. You know she had a breast reduction actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You see her like the ice storm, and she has she's she's a little she's kind of like that baby fat in her face yet, mm-hmm. and she has mammoth hooters. Oh. I feel it's weird, like, watching her from, like, 90s movies that I mm-hmm. enjoy now seeing her as an adult. Like, yeah. it's a little pervy. I was always in love with her. I think, yeah. like, we've always been in the same age range. So, like, like I crushed on her as Wednesday Adams. I was about to say, yeah. was it the Adams Family that got you, or was it like, Casper? I've always been into brunettes of huge eyes, and I think mm. she's part of that. Like, my trajectory was, like, Christina Ricci and Fiona Apple onto whoever is a beautiful brunette of huge eyes now. Hmm. I'm still trying to rack my brain about, like, my childhood crush, like, actress. Mm-hmm. I'll come up with an answer eventually. All right. Um, so anyway. No rush, Ryan. I'm going through this. JT and uh, Christina just pumping, pumping away. Pumping away to the Black away. Keys. Pumping away. And, yeah, Black Keys were, like, really popular at this time. Yeah, 07. I mean, well, no, they were just coming up. That was yeah. off, like, 
the big come up, I think the actual album's called. Yeah. But no, they they were just. That's like, a, this that's, is the first time I heard the um, heard the Black Keys before. That's a like really bizarre. I haven't heard Black Keys mentioned in quite some time. Yeah, they're still chugging along. I'm sure they are, but like I, I, I just like I'm being shot back to like 07, 08 when like Black Keys. Have you heard this band called the Black Keys? Yeah, and it was like I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Um, So anyway, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we go to shift to diner where Lazarus is talking to his wife Rose, uh, you know, about him, uh, her leaving him, and I guess is it? It's actually his brother. Yeah, for for his blood brother. Yeah, Um, and. Preacher guy is uh, RL is mm-hmm. trying to like you know talk him down with some religious stuff. I don't know what the, what's it called. What the significance of calling him RL is? Reverend something maybe. Maybe I figure there must be something symbolic about the name because his name's Lazarus. Mm. RL Stein is, perhaps. Could be yeah. yeah he could be he brings goosebumps yes. to everyone's feeling. There's Lincoln and there's Ray Ray Duel. These are these are good names and they mean something. What I, the whole time I'm thinking like. What's what's a biblical RL name? Uh, I don't. I'm, my Christianity is failing me. Yeah, I got nothing. Listeners, tweet at us at Top Gal Radio if like you know I'm, what RL stands for. I feel like I'm letting my parents down for all those years of Catholic school they paid for. You went to Shit. Catholic school? Yeah. For like. I think I didn't know that. From like kindergarten through like eighth grade, and then my parents were like, "Yeah, you really aren't doing well in the parochial school system. You seem to." challenge everything and maybe you should go to public school uh-huh so i went to public school then and i enjoyed it much much more makes sense it's those ties mm-hmm which is ironic because we wear ties for work now yeah we look classy as fuck that's true we we're not bad. all dressed the same it's dim light you can wear bad. fun ties not true. just like a black tie and look like an asshole mm-hmm. look like a bible salesman every time yeah Ugh. don't really get it i mean like like like, like the uniforms on girls enjoy that mm. adults wearing that outfit very good. Yes. Very good. Nice save. I was mm-hmm. yep, yep. backing off on that yes, one. Yes, indeed. <sighs> Stay away. Well, what's, the, what's the line from uh, from Chasing Amy? I don't have enough, and then she took off her jumper. So oh, yeah. I wish I would have went with more Catholic school girls, because mm-hmm. as it stands, I don't have any. Yes. Indeed. Go uh, on, sir. Um, so, yeah. Um, where do we go from there? So, JT leaves uh, for to go on tour with the military. The National Guard, I think it National, was. Yeah, okay. It's still the military. Yeah. Um, to go wherever we were fighting in 07. That's sure. where he's going. Or maybe he's going on his weekend away. I guess. Yeah. Oh, no. Because if you're in National Guard, you go away like a weekend every year. Or okay. every month. Oh, okay. For like training and shit. So maybe he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Either way. So what does Homegirl start doing? Banging a dude. Banging a dude. Banging a dude. Right down to it. Yeah, she has one of her uh, her first her panic spells. attack. that Her spells that we see where... She started. It actually, when she talks about it, it calls back. It actually does move through her body. Yeah. It starts in my head, then in my hands. I love the sound design in this movie. Yeah. That whenever she ha- like 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 it creates like this this feeling that whenever you hear the cicadas and the rattlesnake rattle, it's 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 the feel you you hear and feel through visuals and sound design alone. The shivers shaking it through her body as she gets more and more like like horny isn't even the right word. Like no. this this. Like desperate desire, addiction to sex. It's it's really good filmmaking. Yeah. Craig, where have you been? Where you been, man? This kind of bombed, so maybe that's why. This bombed. It just did not do well. I, I think that probably is probably due to the marketing, the way they marketed. People yeah. that they were going to see a funny, like, like offbeat comedy, and mm-hmm. they got this instead. Yeah, this this oddly spiritual film. Yeah. Go on, sir. Um. She has a spell. Yeah, she has a spell. She sleeps with Tyrone. 
No, it's not. Ter- it's is it Tyrone? Tyrone. Yeah, yeah. It's spelled weird. It's yeah. like T E H R R O N N E. And I, I like like subtlety in writing. Everyone is you, you, the easiest thing in the world would be to write Tyrone as this one note, like like oh, I'm a black drug dealer having sex with Christina Ricci. Instead, he's like, hey, don't take my money. You called me. I'm, yeah. I'm like like I'm not gonna call you a hoe. I'm not your trick. It's like. Around. Yeah, he's not one-dimensional. You, you are a layered individual Everyone. who likes playing pool. Who likes playing pool and smoking weed. Yeah. And banging tiny girls like Christina Ricci. Yes. Well, can't really fault him for that. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I would. Absolutely. Um, so I'm just going to move it along to get to the scenes I like. Yes, so sir. Eventually, these two cross paths. Um, JT's, I guess, cousin, friend, brother, whatever, best friend. Best friend yeah, Michael uh, and James. Tries to have sex with Christina Ricci and she pretty much tells him, you got a tiny white dick, you're not as big as Tyrone's cock. Mm-hmm. And he gets mad and beats the shit out of her yeah. and throws her out of the, his truck in the middle of the night mm-hmm. in like off to the side of the road. And yeah, that's uh, the next morning is when Sam Jackson, Lazarus, mm-hmm. finds her, takes her in and tries to like clean her up and like she, she has a cough so he's trying to like, you know, get her cough syrup from the Local uh, drugstore lady. Miss Angela. Yeah, Miss Angie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a sweet character. Yeah. I'm glad they got their happy ending. Yeah. Spoilers. I like everyone in this movie. Everyone does get the ending they deserve. Mm-hmm. Which I was really worried about with the... What about Tyrone? He still gets to yeah. deal, deal drugs and the play game, pool. The game's the game. Yeah. yeah. He just gets to hang out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do anything wrong. He doesn't deserve any comeuppance. No, you're right. He's just dealing drugs. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Supply and demand, bro. True. Yeah. He's uh, winning, if anything. Yeah, he's winning at the yeah. game, too. Mm-hmm. Is it still a game if one man wins all the time? I don't know. It's a motherfucking shame, is what I hear. Yeah. Uh, so, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Uh, nonsense, he takes nonsense. takes her in. He takes her in, cleans her up, and then she's, you know, freaking out for two days and tries to run outside when yeah. she hears, like, her watch go off, and she's looking for Ronnie, mm-hmm. uh, who is JT's character. Yes. And he decides, you know what? I'm sick of this white bitch running all around. I'm just going to chain her up. Mm-hmm. So he chains her to the goddamn radiator. Yes. And when she wakes up in the morning, she has a bit of a freak out about it. Naturally. Naturally. So drags her back in, and then as soon as she gets back in, he's like, you want something to eat? Mm-hmm. Which is a very sweet moment. He's like, yeah. now, now that I've shown you that I won and I'm in control here, mm-hmm. I'll feed you. And she's scarfing down the food while he's trying to tell her, you know, I worked very hard to make all that, uh-huh. like literally in my farm, and then <laughs> cook it with a little bit of love. If you slow down, you could taste some of that. Mm-hmm. And she just like <laughs> further scarfs it down. This movie does a thing that not to jump too far ahead, um, what they they don't bang, thank God. It does a thing where it it subtly hints at the possibility or threat of what you think is going to happen is going to happen. Yes. And then it never does it. It subverts it properly. Like, one of my favorite movies, like, right, it was the year after that. Was uh, Have you seen Gran Torino? The Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah, I love Gran yeah. Torino. I love Gran Torino. Like, it's a movie kind of like this one. It's oddly spiritual, but it's about a hard-ass older man who grows by becoming more open-hearted and welcoming. And you think there's going to be a, like some kind of gratuitous, horrible climax to it. I think a, a, a dumber viewer would be like, oh, this is going to climax like this. But it subverts it in a gentle and smart way. Mm-hmm. I love the ending of Gran Torino so fucking much. Me too, because white people don't win. White people don't win. 
I hate his fucking stupid shitbag yeah, fucking granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah, she's the worst. She's like peeking up that she's going to get the car and then yeah. it goes to the homeboy. Oh. Yeah, so like, as long as you don't add a big gay <sighs> spoiler to the car. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Year, for like a year or two after that movie came out, my friends and I had seen it. So every time we'd be at a party and we wanted a beer, we'd tell the women, get me a beer, dragon lady. <laughs> I don't know. I hope gonna... they weren't Asian. No, no. Okay, it was, I would never direct it towards anyone <laughs> of that ethnicity. It was always yeah. directed at like trashy white girls. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. But it's a, it's a great storytelling kind of thing to do where you get you, you have an expectation and you, you subvert it. Yeah. Like, I love that ending. Like, it, it becomes a story about peace and being Christ-like mm-hmm. in a way that's not cloying or lame. Even though he go, it goes out with his arms goes out. With his arms out. Yeah. He was reaching for a light. Yeah. I like how he kind of, like, mock shoots them all, too. Yeah. It's really funny. Oh, I love that fucking uh, movie. Clint Eastwood is such a bastard. Yeah, oh, he's oh. so funny, too. What a great movie. Yeah, he can be racist and charming at the same time, mm-hmm. which is really difficult to pull yeah. off. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway. Um, yeah, so eventually um, he goes to into town to get more supplies, and Christina Ricci ends up banging the young man who... Young Lincoln. Young Lincoln who came to get... Just wanted some butter beans for just his mama. some butter beans. Yeah, just wanted butter beans for mama. And he opens the door, and Christina Ricci just fucks him. Yeah. Fucks him silly. Mm-hmm. And the Reverend comes, and Lazarus tells him to leave, and then the Reverend just ends up staying for dinner and talking with her, trying to, like, just hear her out and get her head straight. Mm-hmm. All this nonsense. Uh, JT comes home. Uh, some guy accuses him of sucking dicks in the bathroom. Herman. He freaks out, and then they go back to Ray's place. She's not there, and then his friend's like, yeah, you know what, I fucked her a bunch, and then he beats the shit out of him and steals his truck. Yep. Then we go back to... Take that, Michael Raymond James. We go back to Lazarus's house, which has probably my favorite scene in the movie. The storm? Yes. Yeah, that's the a storm. great, great Oh scene. my god, so he... So Lazarus, like, unlocks the, the, the chain around her and says, like, you know, I can't change people. You only got one life, so you might as well do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And she said, asks him for something, and what he, what she asks for is him to grab his electric guitar and play for her. Yes. So, he does this really great thing where like it's almost like the warm up to playing his song. The song is Black Snake Moan. Yeah. But the warm up to it is like a really great blues guitarist, like being really literal about his life. Yeah. So while he's doing like Building little things, he's literally telling the story of like his wife leaving him and what he led him to like this point. And then he smashes into the song as this giant storm yeah. is going outside. I love that shot of her. It's, it's almost like a pinup shot of her just kind of sprawled like yeah. on the carpet listening to him and the lightning starts. Oh, dude, it's so great. fucking cool. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I wish that would be made into like a giant fucking poster. I could, oh, I would hang that so it is high. It's beautiful. Yeah, great shot. And then it just, she gets scared by the storm and ends up, you know, hugging onto his leg. Yeah. And that's when you realize this relationship has turned into more of like a father-daughter kind of yeah. thing. She starts having flashbacks to her abusive father or stepfather, one or the other. Either way, it was yeah. a father figure who abused her as a child. And as part of maybe the, as part of the root of her nymphomania, Yes, it's the fear. As the lightning's coming in, she's flashing back to the fear of the door opening and the mm-hmm. father coming in. And that's when she clings to Lazarus's leg in a way of like like of seeking warmth and protection mm-hmm. in as platonic and fatherly daughterly a way as possible. Yes, it's a very They're it's, exercising each other's demons. Yes, and in turn, he has the child that he never had and always wanted in yeah. her. Um, 
So next we go to uh, into town where her mother's working. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had seen her mother earlier in the movie where she's like, you need condoms or cough drops. And she's like, oh shit, that's fucked up. Yeah. Great filmmaking. Yeah. Shoot her from like the mom's still up low. And you see, leading up to that moment, it's Christina Ricci being as badass, hard-ass, I do whatever the fuck I want, middle finger at the truck. And then when she sees her mom, she turns into a little girl again. Yeah. Which actually, I love that it takes like ten minutes to get to title card. Like yeah. I said, you Great can always you can always get me if you delay title card by ten oh. minutes. Like I talked about it last week with Pacific Rim doing yeah. that same thing, but this like it it plays like it's like a almost like a seventies like drive in movie. Yeah. Like the same it kicks I, from, ass. from Dust Till Dawn does the same thing from mm-hmm. the the top down uh, titles. Yeah. And, Freeze oh, frame so, of her flipping the bird, the truck behind her. She's yeah. taking up the. She's swagging down the road in her cowboy boots and like rebel flag t-shirt. Yeah. What did she say earlier? Like kiss my country. Oh, uh, the guy's like it's already noon, Ray. Should those shorts be off? And she was um, like quoting the film. Well, you should just um, kiss my rebel cooch, you faggot. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah. This movie's very funny. It's also very... It has it, a lot of colorful language. Yes. Pardon my use of that word. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny where it needs to be, but again, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to the, the market, the the uh, like little grocery store, and confronts her mother, essentially. Like, tries to like mend fences. Like, hey, if you ever want to get a cup of coffee sometime. And then... She pretty much confronts her about the father, a father figure in her life abusing mm-hmm. her, and her mother freaks out and like pretty much calls her a piece of shit and yeah. said that um, she should have listened to my, to my parents mom and, daddy. and never so had she got you. Rid of you. And she just freaks the fuck out and then hits her in the face with a fucking broom. Yeah, beats the shit out of her and Lazarus sees the commotion outside just as Miss Angie's singing her little song, trying yeah. to be a nice sweet moment, and goes inside. And essentially rescues her and literally like carries her out. Yeah. And running into Miss Angie, going, mm-hmm. "Oh, so this is the niece that you needed." Yeah, all this medicine for. for. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird moment where like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" Mm-hmm. She doesn't know the you know context of that relationship. Um, go back home, mm-hmm. and then we're leading into my other favorite scene. Yes. Which I believe is probably one of yours as well. Yeah, I think it is my actual favorite scene. Okay, so. They're at home, and it's like, uh, he's, you know, bathing her down and saying, do you treat your wife the way you treated me? And, you know, I tried. Yeah. And they both, you know, kind of, like, get, like, dressed in, like, comfortable bedtime clothing, and yeah, it's night they're out. sitting there at the night. They're just kind of, like, it's them and the night, just not knowing what to do with themselves. If they, some raven mentions that she doesn't like being at home, it's alone with their thoughts. Yes. And they, I think anything Ray says could, uh, and vice versa, could also says the same thing about Lazarus and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Wonderful parallel protagonist narrative story. You're much smarter than I am with this. <laughs> I just went to school for it. That's all there is. So he says, you know what? Why fight it? We're both night owls. And yeah, he goes to the that. bar he used to play at and plays... Bojo! Bo- they, uh, yeah, the uh, the bar somehow gets the word out to everyone that Lazarus is coming back with his band to play. And it's fucking packed. Yeah. And they play awesome blue songs while oh, Ray yeah. has... It's almost like she can like exercise her demons through just like him playing the blues and her dancing. Yeah, he's like watching over her while yeah, she dances. It's like slightly sexualized dancing, but it's in a it's a very it's in a safe place and it's not mm-hmm. going to progress to a point where yeah. it's you know it's really it's it's just it's intimacy. the music and the crowd. It's not sex, it's music. Yes. So she's able to kind of like get everything out that way in mm-hmm. more a more safe environment, I suppose you could say. Craig Brewer is such a great director of music. He understands music so well. And I think it takes a really good director to 
capture what it's like to be on a dance floor, to capture any kind of mood at all is good directing, and to make you feel like you're in the middle of a dance floor, which Craig Brewer does fucking perfectly, mm -hmm. is incredible filmmaking. I love that sequence in my whole heart. I wish there was a scene like this in, like, Frank. Oh, yeah. I was always looking... Exactly. If, like, Lazarus, is, like, the, his main point isn't even that he, like, wasn't a band or plays guitar. It's just an aspect of his personality. Exactly. But with Frank, we watched the whole movie about a fucking band and then rarely At got no to see them. no point do I get the joy of being in the band of Frank. Yeah. Or being in the crowd watching them. Like, exactly. But this, it's like, it's such a high-energy room mm -hmm. playing excellent music and, like... It's multicultural room, like, but like, like he says, like, it's mainly like a kind of like an old black guy bar. Yeah. And she's like, am I going to be safe? He's like, no, nah, you'll be safe. Just go sit on the, the bench. And then she just gets out in the crowd and everyone's like, cool, let's all dance. And that's mm -hmm. all it's about. And I thought it was like, yeah, this is such wonderful. I could solve race relations in this fucking yes, country with one bar with Sam Jackson playing in a bar. God, yeah. No, I, I, I love movies about music as I've gone over and over again, like band kind of mu band movies. Yes. And this is a movie about music as much as it is about spiritualism and sex and redemption and abuse of self. Yes. Such a good movie. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Um, mm -hmm. Why don't you take it from here and give uh, the last like half hour breakdown? All right. So the rest of the film, so they get back and the next morning, uh, Sam Jackson awakens to the sound of Christina Ricci singing. And he, he like, like, oh, what a lovely, you're singing this little light of mine. They pluck it out together. Mm -hmm. And in this fucking great shot, you see Sam Jackson playing. You're involved, you are in Christina Ricci's shoes. You're listening to the thing. You're singing along in your own little mind. And in the background, super subtly, Justin Timberlake comes out from behind with the gun. Mm -hmm. He wants revenge. He found out that Ray's been cheating on him this whole time because Michael Raymond James is such an asshole about it. And then you think this movie's going to escalate into violence. And instead... Sam Jackson, like a fucking stone-cold badass who only uses his words, he basically talks uh, Justin Timberlake down into, by having, a, like into a, having a fucking panic, panic attack, attack using his words. Like, he wasn't even holding a gun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking great. He makes, he makes him cry using his words. It's, it's fucking it's awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's, he's using what he learned from, from R.L., the reverend. Said, yes. You don't point a gun at someone. And if you do, you better be able to use it. And if you can't, you, it takes a cowardly man to point a gun. You use your words and you learn. Mm -hmm. And so instead of violence, um, Ray goes to, he, well, she, go, she goes to Justin Timberlake, to Ronnie, and, you know, he, she calms him down. And uh, Lazarus calls in RL, and he does, he does some like, little marriage counseling for them. They decide, they talk it through about what hurts in them, etc., through communication. And then they get married. Yes. She has a great line, me. though, like, uh, you know, uh, Ray, I want you to look at him and say something, you know, we're both fucked up. Yes. But please don't quit on me. Yeah. It's a very sweet line. Yeah. This is a sweet movie. Yeah. Like, so Velma, like, uh, Lazarus goes to Miss Angie, I think he clearly, like, he kind of explains himself. Yeah. And they get ready for the wedding, and they have their little ceremony, and it's lovely. And I think one of my favorite things about the movie is the very end of it, which is where they drive off, mm -hmm. um, Lazarus is with, is with Angela, like, he's, he's come back from the brink of death and anger to find a new life. His name Lazarus! So then, Ray and Ronnie drive off. I love that instead of a ring, Ray has a little gold chain yeah. around her waist, which is pretty cool. Which, it, it, like, I was... I was like, oh, that's kind of dark when they she put it on. And then, like, seeing her use it, like, to, like, calm herself down from yeah. her spells. It's like bringing her back to being, like, chained to the radiator. Yeah, the clang. I love it's the clang. And boom, she can snap out of it and then, in turn, 
help uh, JT out of yeah. his like anxiety attacks. That like so that they're driving away and JT gets a panic attack from like trucks all around him. Totally get it. I hate driving around trucks. They fill me with anxiety. And she, so he has a panic attack. She starts having a spell. She snaps herself out of it with the help of the chain and her memories of Lazarus. And she helps him. She they calm each other down. They heal each other through mm-hmm. love. The end. The end. Like like. You, you would not think from watching that trailer that this is a movie about the healing power of love. No. No. It just makes it seem like, you know, crazy black guy chains a fucked up white girl to a radiator and mm-hmm. see what happens. And it's yeah. 100% more than that. Oh, it's it's great. I, I think this is a, a, a great all-around movie. Yeah, I don't know why they made the trailer like that to try and sell it. Like It it's... makes sense. It's a super sexy premise. Yeah. Like but it... that's not what the movie was. Not at all. Like, I would have led with more, like, I don't know, blues guitar. Yeah, this movie's also about the blues, <laughs> yeah. which is fucking cool. I don't really know anything about the blues. I like the blues and all. I think I'm I'm not I'm not, I'm not black enough to get into blues so much, so I picked the white guy, the, the angsty white guy version, and I listen to country. But, I suppose, yeah. But I, I just I, feel like you don't have, like, a right to it. I don't have the cred to it. It's also why I don't listen to reggae. Hmm. That's why I don't... I... I, I if this response, if this is any of you listeners, sorry, not sorry. I don't get white people who are super into reggae. Oh, dude, it fucking fills me with rage. It, it really, I'm kind of put off by it. I'm like, what? Anytime that's there's the a white center? guy with dreadlocks and one of those stupid Rastafarian hats yeah. and like what are those like, those knitted on, sweaters? It's like, all right, when you're done with your philosophy degree. Yeah. Like, buy a fucking suit and tie and grow yeah. the fuck we up. We know you're getting a haircut and you're marrying some rich white girl. It's yeah. fine. Just fucking cut it out. Yeah, it, just it's... because you smoke weed doesn't mean you have to fucking, like, Rastafarians, man, use it as, like, part of their religion. Ah, oh, you're so just gross, you white-tasty fuck. Just talk. Just, it, uh, just stop. Stop it. Like, uh, it, it really bums me up. I, I, don't, I, feel, I don't have the right or the cred to it. I, I... <sighs> Music should be able to cross all, like cultural boundaries though yeah no i i agree i think you can enjoy what you want just don't 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 be that person it's like, i, I know, get what you're saying yeah. i like i like uh i like angsty white guy reggae like like sublime I, f- eh. I feel like that's okay for me to like yeah i don't know i feel like i'm being oddly disrespectful by being like i don't well, i don't like being told to relax on my music to begin with but i don't know i still don't like reggae but i feel like i i do love the blues but i don't know where to even start like, mm-hmm. It seems like something to be inherently like, like pretentious about being a non-black person super into blues music, unless you're like a guitar player, in which case rock and roll. Yeah, that's pretty true. I don't know. Like, I, I like blues music just as much as the next person, but yeah. I, I've never been like, oh, I'm gonna get super into it because uh, like it's just not the the tunes I always want to listen to. But it's like blues guitar is one of the you know greatest things you human ear can receive. Oh god, yeah, it's beautiful. And like this movie is a perfect example of it. There's a comedian, I forget who, is this a wonderful bit about how all music can be traced back to black culture. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, Oh, what about country? And the guy's like, Oh, I can do this. Country is blues minus slavery. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. That's pretty good and pretty accurate. Yeah. But I love the music in this movie. It's just about the joy of music. I, th- I think... This is a complicated movie. Yeah. It's complicated. It's sweet. It's funny. It's sad at times. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better ones we've, that I've like watched in 
like that I haven't seen before in our time yeah. here together. It's yeah, it kind of it plays out like it should be like kind of a grindhouse movie, but it's a grindhouse movie with yeah. a little bit more heart. It's a kind grindhouse movie. It's yeah, a kind it's, house movie. It's a romantic grindhouse movie. Yeah, I mean like pieces of shit deserve love stories too. Yeah. And I think this is a love story about pieces of shit, which That's, is great. Yeah. That's awesome. I love a trashy love story and it's a true and sweet one. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it it takes a good movie to make me want people to be happy. And I think everyone's, except for Michael Raymond James, who sucks. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Overall, I give it 10 Sam motherfucking Jacksons out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. All right. I give it two Christina Ricci boobs out of two. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, six strings out of six. Six strings out of sticks. There you go. All right, listeners, Um, that is our talk on Black Snake Moan. It's streaming on Netflix. You have no reason to not watch this film. Yeah, it's, so it's go less see than two hours. Right now. It's so goddamn good. Yeah, it's a good date movie. It's a good anytime movie. Yeah. So, Our description of it, see my scene, did not even cover how fucking great this movie is. Yeah, we spoiled a little bit of it, but like, just go watch it like in context. Like, yeah. I'm probably... I always try and think about like when we're watching the movie, like what's the one scene that I'm going to pull up tonight on YouTube and rewatch? Mm-hmm. And those two... The storm that we and the music thing. The storm and the music thing. Fucking like, great. If, if you just... If you, just kind of want to get a sense, a better sense of what it is. YouTube's a fucking storm scene. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah, it's awesome. God, this movie makes me want to pick up my guitar, even though I'm not good at it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Let's start a blues band. No, let's not do that. Okay, Never no. mind. Okay. We'll be back! Hey, everybody. My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too. But the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep. Uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this, this book is so... Painful. Yeah, I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what that's like. And surely our... you were in a car that landed in black water. Yeah, I dude, I know, I fucking killed a woman. You like fought. This. Uh... <laughs> you... Oh, okay, never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit God Girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one <laughs> run in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going no, that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers, though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Barrel to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff and then when you're done with that go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck to the throat area and then go ahead and give slow readers a spin go search itunes and search up the name slow readers check us out slow readers comes out every monday you can also check us out on twitter at top gallant radio
All right, we're back from break. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Gabriel. What's up? Not much. You Chilling. got a cat on your lap. Cat. She, she's being very needy Hold today. On. Let me get my, my, my cat picture of you Cat for picture week. of the day? Yes. That's your baby cat picture. Here. It's a cat picture. That is perfect. Okay, good cat picture. Good job, Yeah, too. She's looking right at the camera, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, also dead cats right there in frame. Wow, that's really crazy. My it's hair is insane. <laughs> you look like an art major. Yeah. Just those deep bags under my mm -hmm. eyes and crazy hair. And your shirt, when it's it covered by the cat, it looks like it's covered in paint splotches. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Uh, so, you saw a bunch of movies last week. I saw a whole bunch of movies last week. Yeah, what'd you see? I made up for lost time. I saw The Square, mm -hmm. The Palm Door Winner. I saw Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And I saw Justice League. All right, which one do you want to talk about first? Um, I'll go quickly down the line. Uh, I might skip Justice League for the most part. Okay. Um, Daniel and Sis, we're going to have a new segment on Slow Readers where we discuss Justice League every week because <laughs> we have a lot to say about it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, listen to Slow Readers. We start the first segment completely slapdash, disorganized, talking about Justice League. So I don't want to spend too much time on that. No, that's your thing. Word. But The Square is a movie. The more I think about it, the more I loved it. It is a really interesting foreign film paced film about, uh, god damn, it's about everything. It's about art and the nature of altruism and masculinity, what it means to be classy and sensitive and also caring but not caring. It's, it's a little cringe comedy kind of thing where basically it's all about being uncomfortable but it's also about the nature of art. It's a very funny movie. It's also very hard to watch at times. Very enjoyable. Okay. You saw the trailer. It looked yeah. Yeah. It looked odd. I don't know if you'd get into it. It's really long. It's like two and a half hours. Out of those three, the one that seems the most intriguing to me was the three billboards. Yeah, I, I, I'd see you getting into that. Have yeah. you seen In Bruges? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. In Bruges. So Danny got mad at me because I th we walked out of the theater and he's like, "What'd you think of three billboards?" I'm like, "Seemed a little uneven," and he's like, "You fucker." Um, I just think In Bruges is a perfectly tight movie. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I haven't seen Seven Psychopaths. Three Billboards was really good. Yeah. I just feel like it was a little too tonally all over the place. Yeah. That I don't know. I think a little too much happens. I got whiplash at parts. Okay. And it wasn't it wasn't tonal shifts. It just tries to do a little too much. Okay. Like, uh, if the, I could see this being a season like like a season of television. Like, okay. Like if this movie had, this movie could have been twelve hours, and I would have really got into it in one hour installments. Instead, it's two hours, and you go from loving to hating to loving to hating to loving to hating to loving, uh, fucking Sam Rockwell. Mm -hmm. And really, it's 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 too much happening too fast and too quick. Okay. I think it was a little too ambitious, and I think it's have been two and a half hours. It would have been better. Okay. It's just too much happening in one thing. All right. But the little moments in it are fucking great. The characters are great. Francis McDormand is great as always. It is a little Cohen-y, right? So I don't know how much you'll get into it. Yeah, I'm on record as being one of eight people on the planet and one of three people on the planet mm -hmm. who doesn't like uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah. Um, I say <sighs> give it a... You like you like uh, In Bruges, so give it a shot. Yeah. Totally worth seeing. I think it's a really, really great movie. I just... I, I'm not over the moon like it, like everyone else is apparently. People are shitting their pants over this movie. Yeah, I see like a lot, but like I got burned a couple times last year, like during awards season with like relying too heavily on tomato meter about my yeah. taste, I T guess. Tomato meter. Yeah. Tomato matter. So like when we saw um, 
Manchester. Yeah, Manchester by the Sea. And like, much better than that movie. Yeah, I, I think it was before... Yeah, that came out before we were doing this show, and before you and I, like, really kind of, like, knew each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, if it was this year, and you were like, hey, me and Danny are going to go see this movie, I would be like, nah, you guys have fun. Yeah. <clears throat> Manchester, that's a movie that didn't do enough with its two and a half hours. I think there's telling an organic... St- God damn, I had so many problems with that movie. I just, overall, I was like, wow, this is what I spent fucking two hours in the movies. Like, ah, oh, fuck. That's a movie where it feels like the anticlimax is robbing me of something. Yeah. That, like, give me what I want in a subtle way. Mm-hmm. That the fact that the... I'm gonna spoil this movie. I don't fucking care. The fact that it ends with him being like, no, I'm not really gonna change. I'm gonna keep on doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And... That movie should have had a traditional narrative arc where he does take in the kid. At the yeah. end of that movie, I'm just kind of like, oh, the music sucked. Mm. What, what's so what, what, what was to take away from this movie? The only scene that really did it for me was him seeing his ex-wife again. Yeah. I mean, like, the flashback and his ex-wife, great stuff. I just think that if you, could, if you cut out all the music, I would have been more into it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lucas Hedges is a good enough character. He should have been. They should have become a family unit in some way. Yes. Instead, it's like, yeah, I know life sucks, Ken. Yeah, Kevin. Ken. Motherfucker. But see three billboards. You might like it. Okay. Um, wait till it comes on the video. I don't, don't go out of your way. All right. And, and then uh, I saw Justice League. Can you give us a quick tease? And then once you hear this tease, if you like it, go listen to Slow Readers. Oh, okay, Justice League. Um, quick tease, quick tease. Okay, quick tease. Hated it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't even hate it. I was embarrassed for it. That about halfway through, I'm just like, oof, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. If you know what good editing looks like, and if you want to know what good editing looks like, watch Black Snake Moan. Yeah. This movie is the complete... Real snappy. Uh, it's not even snappy. It takes its time. In Black Snake Moan, on the couch when they're having their counseling session... Uh, a poor movie would have cut back to RL when she looks at him as if for confirmation to tell him how tell Ronnie how she truly feels mm-hmm. instead we stay on that moment between them that's beautiful editing sometimes editing is not cutting bad editing is cutting too often I like the hand cut yes trust your fucking shots people Jesus don't cut so much I'm not stupid too many cooks in the kitchen too many cuts anyway yeah. uh yeah, Justice League. Um, it there were some funny times. Mm-hmm. I laughed sometimes. If I could, I'm gonna point out one thing I didn't mention in slow readers. Ezra Miller is good, but not great. Maybe he'll be a great actor one day. But there's a scene where uh, he goes to the prison to go talk to his dad, or Barry Allen talks to his dad, who's accused of murdering his like his wife, Iris, or whatever. Isn't it um, Doctor Manhattan? Yeah, it's Billy Crudup, yeah. who is a phenomenal actor. And the back and forth between them is like watching a scene, which is exactly what it is. It's watching a scene between a amazing actor holding back and performing everything in his eyes and a young actor who is green and is overacting to try and compensate. Okay. It's, it's almost embarrassing, but it still works because it's charming. Yeah. But you see Billy Crudup doing everything with the quiet in his eyes. And then you see Ezra Miller being, jeez. Oh, 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 so is he Allen. trying to help the kid in the scene, or just like let him play off him? Or I don't know. Uh. There's no, there's no two shot. But mm. um, Justice League is bad. Uh, if you like it, I want to know why. 
And I'm just going to assume that it's probably because you're dumb. Mm. Mm. During Friendsgiving yesterday, Justice League came up, and I got screamed at for not going to see it. Um, listeners, uh, I, I hate these movies. Um, I'm probably a bad person for hating you for liking these movies, but I don't know. Just, just watch more movies. The thing that came up during this discussion was... I is hope there you a, hate it, Ryan. I, I, I want you to be on my side of the dark I know, side here. I know. I, I, I like that I'm, I'm, I'm slowly twisting I'm usually, you away from it. I'm usually on your side about these things. Yes. I'm on record saying I do like the ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman more than the theatrical. I think but you're I still aware think of it's how a it's, bad movie. I see that's why I think it's fine. We we call you out on that on slow readers. Oh what? Oh we're just like I'm like, yeah, if you like these movies, I think you're probably dumb. Unless you also know it's bad and you'll like it anyway. Hi Ryan. <laughs> so I know it's I own it. Yeah. It's I I do think it's a bad movie. I just I find there to be more to like than to hate. No, there's definitely more to hate than there is to like. <laughs> All but right. there are certain scenes I like. And if there's scenes I like, I want the movie. Oh, I agree. I totally agree with you on that thing. I think Man of Steel, there's nothing to like. Mm. Whereas I feel Batman vs. Superman, I mean, I mentioned this again in Slow Readers. Um, the one scene where, uh, like, where Affleck gives his entire fresh take on Batman, the we've always been criminals, Alfred, I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. You've redefined Batman for me in one fucking line in one scene. That's Dude, actually really to... well done. His, his, like, I haven't seen that in like over a year. I'm trying to think if there is a redemptive scene. I was, I'm just like cracking my brain. I was like, what scene in that did I like? In BVS? Yeah. I don't have one for that one. Like, well, any scene of him being jaded, angry I, Bruce Wayne is great. I knew I was going to hate it in the first like minute. I tapped out at like minute one when mm-hmm. they were doing the rising bat thing where he's like coming out yeah, of the tunnel and the spinning. Yeah, the fucking Zack Snyder credits. Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm done. Uh-huh. And it hasn't even started. I think, okay, the one thing I do like, seeing the Robin outfit. Yeah. That's what I like. I like the opening. I like that whole thing with, with uh, what's it called? Oh, God. I like the Bruce Wayne stuff. Anything of Bruce Wayne's great. And again, in Justice League, too much of an overcorrection. Everything, the what, what little was good about Man of Steel wasn't in Batman vs. Superman. What little was good in Batman vs. Superman is not in Justice League. Hmm. It's too much overcorrecting. And everything that's good about Wonder Woman is not in Justice League. I didn't see. I'm, this is where I'm not on your side. I didn't like Wonder Woman. I, uh, I'm usually on your side with yeah. these things. No, I'm, I'm waiting for you to hear my thoughts on it in the slow readers thing. I got but, some walking to do, so I'll put the yeah. earbuds in. Came out today, right? Yeah. Cool. There, there's an interesting thing. Ryan, I want you to watch for this when you finally see Justice League. Mm-hmm. Think about how Patty Jenkins shoots Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman versus how Zack Snyder shoots her, and it makes me angry. Okay. Like, here, okay, I'll, I'll do a quick little illustration for you. I'm looking at Ryan head on right now, listeners. We are face to face. And say we're talking I'm gonna move my angle a little bit to the right. So here's a nice, cool shot of Ryan looking like a handsome man. Now, I'm gonna pretend to be Zack Snyder shooting you. So I'm gonna go my camera way low. And then I'm gonna ask you to like lower your shirt a little bit. Oh. So I'm making sure this shot now looks like Ryan is just about to pull out his dick and take off his shirt and fuck the camera. Mmm. Good filmmaker. I'm not sexualizing Ryan. He just looks cool. Bad filmmaker. I'm making him look like a pin-up sex thing that's also bad. I almost fell off the chair. Wow. That's for insulting Zack Snyder. (laughs) Yeah. Zack Snyder, you suck. I'm so sorry for your loss, man. 
It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. It is a terrible thing. Terrible thing to happen. Anyway, Ryan, so that's what I saw this week. What did you see? Um, I did, um, what did I do? Oh, I did watch uh, Godfather 2. Yeah. Um, it, it, again, it was, um, it was an inactive watch because my favorite network, AMC, was running an excellent Thanksgiving mm. marathon. Of they always things. do. Yeah. So I had that on in the background while I was like dicking around my computer. Uh, I started a show which we're going to have a through line through for a little bit, okay. which we'll reveal at the end. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're doing that. Um, what else new did I watch? I feel like I did watch something new. I just can't remember it. Probably wasn't great. Yeah. I've been kind All of, right. I've been dicking around the holiday and everything. I think it's just me like, yeah, because, no, yeah, because it fucked up my work week last week. Uh-huh. Because I worked on... No, it didn't really fuck it up, but it was weird, because, like, I worked on Wednesday with you. Yes. And then oh, Thursday yeah. off, and I'm normally off on Thursdays, and I normally just, like, do things around the house, mm-hmm. laundry. You, you putter around? Yeah. But this day, I had to wake up early, go to brunch, then turn around, come back, go to another city for dinner, mm-hmm. and then come home, and it was just nonsense. Busy bee, Ryan? Yeah, and then, like, get up and do the weekend working. Which was, everyone was very low energy this weekend. Yeah, it was a long Friday, long, especially. Long weekend. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And Oof. just going in, like, it's always weird, like, this time of year working. Because right when you, like, our day starts, the sun is down. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the summer, you'd be like, oh, cool, it's still going to be light for, like, four more hours. Yeah, energy feels higher automatically. And now it just feels like it's we're slowly being sapped. Yeah, it's... Well, uh, hey, we have that Christmas cheer to make up for it, yeah. right, Ryan? Right. I'm trying to force it this year because this is my last Christmas in the cold. Uh, also, the not. professor really loves Christmas, so I don't want to be a fucking oh, really? bitch about it. Oh, you're going to have to go to, like, Chris Kindle Mart and everything. <sighs> I like shopping. Oh, man, she must love Main Street, then. I think she really enjoys it. Shit. Yeah. All right. I think go I'm gonna see, see, see Ladybird this week, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, have she, fun with it. Hey, it looks really good. Okay. Reviews have been fucking sterling. Okay. It's Greta Gerwig and Sarsha Ronan. I do like her. I love Sarsha Ronan. Sarsha. Sarsha Ronan. Sarsha. Okay. It's pronounced Sarsha like inertia. All right. Very good. Did yeah. she say that in an she interview? She said that. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like. I Sarsha. love her. She is maybe my favorite working actress right now. Really. Oh God, yeah. I'll Old watch statement. any except for the host. I haven't seen the host yet. But then again, mm. she was young. I don't know who mine is. I'm having trouble with actors and actresses today who I like. Hmm. Maybe next week I'll have my okay. like childhood crush actress sure. ready for you. Sounds good. So, yeah, I didn't really see much except for that show. And then, yeah, I just started that and then insanity. I watched Terminator 2 last night at Friendsgiving. I still haven't seen that since like 1994. It's still good. Ah, it's I got, still I wanna, serviceable. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. But I should I, buy that on VHS. Uh, I, think, I, I really do still think. I mentioned this like over the summer, but I think I might like Terminator 1 better. That is so interesting. Yeah. I mean, you 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 like your carpenter. Yeah. And that that again, like John, uh, Cameron has gone on record saying that Terminator One is him trying to make a a John Carpenter film. That's probably why I like it more. Yeah, it's very industrial. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's a cool movie. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much it. So let's go into it then. Let's transition simply into Ryan. Um. What is this new segment slash what are we watching next week? Okay, so um, I'm not doing the Gabe coin flip game because mm-hmm. I, had, I had, had two choices for you earlier and I pre- yes. presented them both to you and you said I would rather watch X. Yes. And X is going to be 1990s uh, The Punisher. I um just bring bring him back Dolph Lundgren and yeah. what, what's the name of the bad guy lady something or other? Oh, I forget. I, I, I left some dragon lady. Yeah, some dragon lady. Yeah, you're allowed to say that. Yeah. 
Um, it was on yesterday at Friendsgiving. I just put the idea in my head, and I left before it was all over. So I was like, I bet I can do this for Sex mm-hmm. and Violence. So we're going to watch that, and then we're going to have like slight recurring segment. We're going to watch the Punisher Netflix series. Yeah, we're going to tie it in, just like we do with um, Slow Readers, like the deuce. We're going to watch the Punisher. We're going to fill it in. The, we're going to watch an episode a week and figure it out, or pile on episodes. We're yeah, I'm, I've got there. like the first three done. Do you want to do like, like three a week? Yeah, we can do three a week. Oh, they're long. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll make it work. Ryan, what do you want to name our weekly Punisher watch segment? Ooh, ooh, we got to do this on air right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. I don't know. I'm not clever enough for quick enough. Castle Rocks. Castle Rocks? Castle Rock Punishment? Castle Rock Punishment? Castle, uh, Jailhouse Castle Rock? No. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be frank. Let's be frank. Let's be frank. Let's be frank. Perfect. Okay. I'll cut in, uh, let's see. Um, Ryan, a small assignment for you. Come up with some small, quick crooner lyrics for a Let's Be Frank theme song. Okay. Then I'll cut music to it. All right. Let's be frank. Let's watch The Punisher. That's all I got. Sounds good. Cool. Cool. So we'll be doing that next week. We're watching Dolph Lundgren's The Punisher and watching the first three episodes of, um, I keep calling him Shane. Shane? Uh, and I like, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Bernthal. Oh. Bernthal's Punisher. Yeah. John Bernthal. John Bernthal's like I'm like John Krakauer, the guy who wrote Into Thin Air. I'm so close. Yeah, yeah, I really think about it. Yeah, yes. I love Bernthal's Punisher. Me too. So, yeah, that's what we'll be doing next week. Um, you got some plugging. Yeah, we're um, Listeners, you can find me all over the internet at gmar, number four series, on Twitter and Tumblr. You can also find me on Instagram at babymar, I have five A's at the very end of it. Please listen to other Top Gun radio shows. We have Slow Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast where Daniel William Reichel and I discuss literature and nothing. It is just a lot of nothing. Fuck you, Danny. Fuck you, Danny. Also listen to Only Lovers Left in the Library, the other show. It is four sexy Latinas, actually three now. Three sexy Latinas talking about feminism and erotica. Cool. Do it to it, Ryan. All right. You can find me on the interwebs, the, you know, Instagram thing that the kids use. The grammars. Uh, Tango Like Cash, all one word. You can also find me and Gabriel every Friday, Saturday night at the bookstore Speakeasy, 336 Adams Street, and that's in Bethlehem, PA, 18018. If you leave a review for this show, five stars all the way across, please, 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 we would love your reviews, and we need them. Um, If you do, and you can prove it, and you're in the Bethlehem area, and you like a drink, Bring in the review, proving it, and uh, I will buy you a drink. Or DM me your screenshot of your review, and I will mail you a cocktail. Please don't be underage. That will be illegal. Yes, I will mail you a cocktail recipe. Oh, that's a much better idea. Yes. But yeah, DM us at Sex and Violence Pod or Baby Mara, five A's, or Tango Light Cash. Yeah, any of those three will work. On the Iggy. Yeah, Iggy. On the Iggy Azalea. Yeah. All right, I think that's about it. That's it. That's our show. All right, guys, bye. We'll see you next week for The Punisher. For some punishment. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topcountradio.com 